welcome to the Thriving Broad podcast. I'm Louise Wiles, an expat and transition coach and your host for these conversations with expats and international mobility professionals, where we share stories, strategies, tips and tricks to help you build a thriving international life. And welcome today to today's conversation with Martina Juramin on in reimagining the future of learning and education. Martina says, learning takes place everywhere and at any time. And education has been a hot topic around the world as schools and universities reacted to the consequences of the pandemic. For many students, online education B became a reality, with varying levels of provision, engagement and success. Some parents reported endless battles as they sought to engage their disengaged kids in work that they saw as boring and pointless, preferring the allure of social media and online games. But all was not lost. There were many positive stories as parents reported that the space and time created by school closures gave children the opportunity to pursue creative projects and follow their curiosity, interest and passions. Educational crises, such as the exam fiasco in the UK, gave cause for many parents to pause and wonder about the systems and processes that support our children's education and to wonder whether they are truly fit for purpose. We're facing many challenges around the world and in terms of education, it's becoming ever more apparent that what got us here won't get us there. How can we inspire our children to engage in learning and how can we create learning systems that encourage creativity and curiosity, build on strengths, nurture confidence and support children and teens to acquire the skills to contribute fully in this world? In this week's podcast, I speak to Martina, founder and CEO of School Beyond Limitations. She says, I wanted to make space for the wonder of learning and knowledge, for the beauty of each single individual something that deeply inside me felt like being the most important purpose of life, finding his, her potential and making it available to oneself and society as a whole. She shares her experience and expertise in this great conversation. The conversation is for anyone interested in thinking about the future of education. So hello, Martina, really lovely to have you joining the conversation today. Welcome. Thank you, Louise, for having me. Really kind of you. Thank you. Well, I'm really looking forward to this conversation on education. Um, But before we get into the conversation, perhaps you could just start by telling us a little bit about your professional and international journey um, and what's led you to where you are now in life and, and your professional life. Well, yes, it's uh, actually a long journey. One wouldn't tell, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, according to my counting, 43 years of age, but I decided at the age of 50 to go backwards instead of going <laughs> forwards. So you can imagine, <laughs> so more or less, uh, what, what the age I, 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 I actually bring along on my, on my scale. But that's not so important. Well, uh, yes, I've been very, uh, you know, attracted by education already as a child 
child. I, at the age of five, I already knew that I would become a teacher, that I would not only be a teacher. And by saying that, I don't want to take anything away from teaching because teaching, you know, uh, is, uh, is, is probably one of the most important uh, jobs anyway, because we really have such a huge impact, you know, by what we are doing uh, on, on our young people young mm -hmm. students so whether they are primary whether they are in kindergarten whether they are in middle or secondary school or at university level so you see that you know I, I can I can really say I've started in middle school so I, I dreamt as a five years old as I said before to become a teacher to become then later a leader in in school so a head of school but then there was also this kind of uh, feeling at that time that I would create my own setting as well and I really can't tell you exactly why that was. I just felt this is uh, so needed. And I want, I want students to really be the person they are while they are going through you know their education um, career so that they become mm -hmm. or, or can be you know the, 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 the person they really are inside and bring mm -hmm. their uh, calling into into reality so I trained to, to become a teacher I actually did a doctoral degree in uh, pedagogy and then later on also doctoral degree in higher education management and that indicates that I actually when I started as a teacher in middle school I went and then due to family reasons I also moved um, in, to different countries my first country was I'm I'm actually originally from Italy, so I moved to Switzerland and I moved a little bit around. So I went also, I got acquainted with international systems, international education systems. And uh, yes, so I um, was able to teach in primary school, adult education. I became a coach as well. Then I also taught at university level, you know, went through wow. <laughs> all the different systems. And finally, I really became a, a principal of international school in different countries and in the end um, yeah I created uh, um, together with my uh, partner a new school it's uh, and who may talk about that but it's always at the heart of what I I was doing there was always you know this understanding um, we are here to really help young people uh, bring their mission into life, uh, be themselves, you know, and enjoy mm -hmm. learning in the first place. What is learning all about? What is the discovery, the research, the knowledge and knowing? And, you know, um, what is that all about? And what can we do so that young people actually uh, keep their curiosity alive instead of... Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, losing it uh, throughout mm. their school uh, career. And very often that happens, right? I just mm. see that mm. when I talk mm. to students, when they join us, for instance, you know, they seem to still be very curious, but they can't mm. relate to school anymore because they say in school, I can't do, I can't pursue what I really like to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I can see that, certainly. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? It's a very interesting time for education at the moment. Um, yeah, it's been challenging year 2020. I don't think we'll ever forget from that perspective. Um, and so, yeah, curiosity and loss of curiosity, I, yeah, is something I hear over and over. But what, in your opinion, have been the major challenges of 2020 from an educational perspective as you've 
watched. <laughs> well, I think in 2020, there have been a number of challenges due to COVID-19, of course, but mm. I think there was just a cause that uh, made us realize, wow, something needs to change, you know, because mm. it's just this kind of tipping point, you know, we can't continue the way we have uh, done it in the past, you know, decades, because mm. if we look at many education systems, you know, they haven't necessarily changed that much over over the past decades and we know that you know at the education um, you know has been kind of organized around the needs of economy you know and so uh, during the industrialization of course there was the need the call for co-workers you know and everything started to become very standardized and if you look at many curricula and many you know system, education systems they still pursue that so mm. um, there's not a lot of space for creativity anymore there is no space actually for creativity because because the main, you know, um, the main goal for many education systems is to get the students ready for standardized standardized tests. You know, they have to, so to say, learn uh, things by heart, and uh, students are categorized into, you know, into classes uh, um, of of um, the same age. That doesn't necessarily mean that you know all the students are the same. Uh, have 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 you know also in life, and also Sir Ken Robinson always said it's actually a nonsense and this is what we also believe it's a nonsense to put uh, students together according just to their age because mm -hmm. it's not their age that counts it's more um, actually of course they need their peers but if you look at real life right in real life mm -hmm. we have friends mm -hmm. in of different ages right mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. I think there is really the need the call for looking at 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 education again from more a personalized uh, perspective you you know, and if you look also at um, what parents are are looking for, parents are many parents are not yet not anymore happy with with a traditional setting because they say, yeah, it's kind of filling you know a a pot what what their their students learn in school instead of. Uh, pulling out instead of helping them really express themselves instead of uh, finding out so the challenges really are um, um, you know standardized system is not the way forward and then of mm. course the schools were not prepared you know this school year to actually embrace change so mm. what we also see you know the steady job is not uh, a future model anymore because we mm. don't have a job that stays with us from the beginning to the end until uh, until we may retire. You know, mm. this kind of thinking uh, mm. may have been a wonderful thinking in, in the past decades because it's been, you know, the economic system has been uh, set up in such a way. But if we look at how fast, you know, our um, um, our our economy changes and our jobs uh, and the requirements for our roles change we just find out through technology but not only through technology also through you know um, issues like climate change issues uh, political issues whatever one understands that uh, there are many many other skills needed and these skills are to embrace uh, flexibility to embrace uncertainty to understand you know what else is possible so what can I do so see 
like the pandemic, many, many look at the pandemic and of course also understandably because we always get kind of over flooded, you know, with lots of information mm. that are based mm. on fear, uh, you know, but mm. if we looked at it from a different perspective, it will look that if we looked at it from the perspective of limitless, you know, possibilities, opportunities, what does this pandemic tell us? Uh, let's look, let's reflect on this situation. Why did we uh, uh, come uh, actually um, to this situation? But what can we learn from it? What can we change about it? And how mm. can we now navigate this situation uh, in order for us to uh, become even more conscious, more aware, more, you know, cre creators of, uh, um, so that we are the creator of our of our life and not, mm -hmm. you know, the external conditions. I don't mm. want to say the external conditions don't matter, but it depends. It's really about uh, looking at things consciously, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. what, what does this mean? What, you know, because um, uh, it, it is there for a specific reason. And if we embrace it with a different kind of approach where mm. we don't get into this, um, uh, let's say, spirit of fear, but more into the spirit of uh, what, what other possibilities are out there now for me. How yeah. can I now shift, you know? How can mm. we shift as a, as a society, as a group? Then, you know, you look at, at this situation completely uh, from a different angle by not mm. undermining, of course, you know, um, the problems that are there. But, but instead of talking about problems, maybe talk about the situation what can we do about the situation mm. and collaboration you know so uh, the challenge is to see that we are at the end of the day important as single beings that's also mm. a challenge we are important as a single individual but we are all embedded in in a bigger whole in a bigger society in a bigger group you know whatever that mm. is yeah. and when we embrace that then uh, so much is possible and so much mm. is is you know so it's this kind of um yeah challenge uh, we can't plan everything ahead of time we mm. can have mm. a plan but we need to also go with what what comes the way and and these are soft skills, right? Yeah. And for sure, the education system, the traditional, there are many education system out, uh, systems out there, they embrace that. And just to mention one, you know, I mean, uh, uh, certainly the IB system is, is very advanced with this and also the mm. Finnish system is very advanced with this. And mm. of course, many, you know, many micro schools who put really a, a very specific emphasis on, on the soft skills, yeah. on the yeah. technological skills, but not technology in the sense of just knowing how to use the computer and so forth. I mean, mm. how the, the, the younger generation, they know that already. It's more, <laughs> how can I use that? You know, the, yeah. the how, yeah. and how can I use it in such a way that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's really interesting listening to you talk about that, it, 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 the, the whole and the approach, because I think on the one hand, the experiences of 2020 have led us because, you know, it's a reaction to an infectious illness that requires rules and, you know, rigidity, rigidity in terms of, you know, how 
from a health perspective, it's managed. And that has played through to more rules in schools. And, you know, my kids have just gone back to school and um, their you know, requirements about the way in which they behave and from a health perspective. Um, but the challenge schools have then is also, you know, how, where, where do they give a little bit, to give a little bit of freedom and enable children to, to be themselves and to, to interact socially and to collaborate and to work together but in a safe way. Um, but then also, um, how do schools <laughs> encourage them to think, oh, yeah, more positively about the future and about the possibilities when so much of everyday news and media is, is so, um, yeah, problem orientated and, and reactive. Um, so you're saying to be more proactive to this whole situation and, and to, to think from a, a possibilities perspective about the future and I think it, that's such a valuable skill for children to be given and, and, and supported in developing um, and I think some schools do and, and others just don't because they're so tied up with this curriculum and this you know teaching to the exams and I, I see that in the UK in the UK system completely my one of my daughters is doing international baccalaureate and it's just a delight to see how that has opened her mind and and how she appreciates it actually so she's she's in a sixth form where the majority i think there are nine of them doing ib and then there are a hundred plus doing a levels and all the kids who are doing a levels they have lots of free lessons each week and um and she has one free lesson i think or two maximum a week and i was saying to her the other day you know do you regret doing ib she was talking about all the work she had to do and she said oh no absolutely i don't regret it at all um sadly their school is stopping doing the ib um this year but what they're trying to do is integrate a lot of the ib approach into the way in which they deliver a level and the a level curriculum so they're going to be including their own project and you know, internal assessment activities which i think is great um, perhaps that's a lesson that we've learned from this experience in the uk that we need more of that kind of internal not not examining necessarily but just understanding how students are performing and Ex yeah yeah that that you know that's a great you know um uh information you know when you say you know there's the openness to integrate you know mm. uh, more innovative uh, ways of, of 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 learning i'm i'm not talking about teaching because it's it's basically we don't even talk about teaching anymore necessarily it's more about learning you know learning mm. together mm -hmm. of course that doesn't mean that there may not be sometimes moments of you know uh, lecturing but it's it's in the first place really of learning and and gaining this joyful learning back again mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, and as you as you said you know it's it's you know uh, if your if your daughter says i don't regret that there's a reason for that because she mm -hmm. she 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 uh, was uh, she encounters different approaches and more more mm. um more collaborative approaches to learning yeah. you know yeah and yeah. and also mm. seeing things uh, what the ib very much does uh, seeing uh, you know uh, topics from different uh, different perspectives from different mm. angles from different mm. disciplines mm. so that you really just say, say this is not disconnected you know if if, mm. if i'm looking into van gogh it's not disconnected with biology it's not disconnected mm. with any of the topics and just seeing seeing this in 
inter interconnectedness of of topics that opens the minds of of human beings and if we are very very you know um if you look at children you know we see that they actually see things interconnected they just then learn in school mm. and through mm. you know the conditions coming from the outside that yeah. we tend to categorize right mm. this mm. is this mm. and this is that mm. and mm. by saying you know this is biology it's not wrong but it's important that the students understand you know that everything related to biology has also uh, is also related to you know i can bring it into into the humanities i can mm. i can run Right. I can, you know, I can, uh, yeah, many skills are needed for that. And yeah, yeah that's yeah. very yeah. reassuring yeah. to see, you know, that it's uh, that people, you know, that educationalists and also policymakers actually start to, to see that something um, needs to change, yeah. that it's not yeah. about just, you know, uh, ticking off the box, you know, no. because no. then I, you know, it's, it's like we also did. We, we learn something just for the test and then it's gone, you yeah. know, yeah. while if yeah. I'm doing it in an engaged way and it is meaningful to me, there is a purpose for it, you know, and yeah. I know it's connected with my own life, with my, with my own interests, then that stays with me. And I can mm. just bring some examples, you know, if we, um, at our school, uh, you know, when we talk about or students talk about this, a topic that they have dealt with two years back, they still know all the details. And, mm. and mm. sometimes you just wonder, how can they still know that? And it's mm. just because they are so have been engaged in that, you know, differently. Yeah. It's not being, mm. you know, prepared for, for giving a test. Uh, mm. and, 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 and already the notion, you do it for yourself, you know, mm. and uh, makes the big difference. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the sad observation I make in the UK and I guess probably around the world as well. But certainly during you know, lockdown when a lot of education was conducted online and you know, students just weren't doing it some students apparently didn't access anything over that time now it may have been because they didn't have access to the appropriate schemes wi-fi and so forth i know that's part of it but then i also know that i know of kids who actually did have access but chose not to and that just you know demonstrates they're totally disengaged with the whole yes. educational you know with their educational experience and yeah. it's so sad and um, it's such a large proportion of the population, I think. You know, school is boring. School is unnecessary. I even heard a 16-year-old the other day telling me she'd learned everything she needed to know by 16. It's like, oh, my goodness. We've yeah. failed completely if you don't finish school with a passion and a, an interest in extending your under learning and understanding of the world and you know, just being inquisitive and curious and all of those things. Um so I love this concept of embedding all of that into, you know, the way in which education or sorry, learning is done, because um, that really should be our aim, shouldn't it? To inject exactly. people with this passion for exactly. discovery and wanting to continue. And, exactly. and it wouldn't it be lovely if we had societies that, you know, people finish school and then not rather that rather than celebrating end of school, it was right. OK, you know, what am I going to spend the next three months? learning about and where do I want rather than the next series on Netflix which you know 
Exactly. And you know, and this is, this is actually a possible, you know, if I talk to, to students, for instance, who uh, come from a traditional setting to our setting and, 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 and then I hear them, you know, initially, and, you know, whatever you said now, you know, school is boring, I don't like school or this is, you know, and of course, not all the schools are the same. I would like to mm-hmm. emphasize mm-hmm. that because that's for sure not, not, and there are many, many, you know, a very, um, you know, passionate uh, teachers out there and, and, I, and I, uh, professionals out there and yeah. I would also add to that just just because I you know school is actually a small percentage of everyone's life I think you said when we were speaking before and I've certainly heard this stat before you know kids spend what 18 20 percent of their time at school as a whole you yes. know the rest of the time they're in a different environment you know exactly. so we parents have a huge responsibility there but then it's, society yeah. generally the way in which we yeah. talk about how we spend our time and what we're interested in and you know how people engaged in life outside of school is is so important too and and I, unfortunately i think you know society sees school as learning and outside life as outside school as living and exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah. and that's also the challenge right when mm-hmm. you were asking uh, about challenges before that's certainly also a challenge you know mm-hmm. that this there is this perception and this understanding this is school and this is life mm-hmm. and that's not true because school is embedded in life and life is embedded in school mm-hmm. and once the students understand you know and also their families and exactly um i mentioned to you you know it's actually just a fraction of time that the students uh, mm-hmm. really spend uh, in in school in the school setting it's so important that the parents you know that the families are working alongside and so forth mm. that and and if there is interconnection if there is collaboration taking place and if you know if 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 there is meaning in what what is done then mm-hmm. the students really understand and this is a notion that we always you know emphasize but our students just get it you know mm-hmm. that learning learning is taking place anytime and everywhere you know we mm-hmm. don't have mm-hmm. to separate again it's this kind of uh, thinking always in, diff- in in separation and, mm. and instead of integration and yeah. and once we start to seeing things really as integrated with one another you know and 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 students then realize just for instance uh, um, just yesterday i had a talk with one of our students who joined us uh, only recently actually uh, eight days ago you know and this student was saying you know I mean, I'm amazed to see how, 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 uh, you know, how amazing, how, how, how explorative, how inquisitive this environment is and how mm. much I, I'm taken seriously because I bring up an idea, you know, one of our students over the weekend couldn't stop working and, and got, just got in touch with his teachers and, and myself and asked whether he could do a comic about uh, his learning at school beyond limitations and whether there would be uh, something we would, uh, you know, value. And of course we value. <laughs> and over the, over the weekend, this person was engaging so much and he produced, you know, a wonderful comic about the school. So is that learning? Yes, it is learning, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. It's about reflection, about what he's done already with the school. It's about, you know, um, drawing. It's about putting a booklet together. It's about designing. It's about mm -hmm. communicating with his peers because he invited his peers then to send him pictures. And he actually did a, a, a very uh, small um, research, you know, um, uh, market research with, with the students. And so there was engagement taking place. And yeah. you know, this, what happens then that students just uh, realize, wow, you know, there's mm -hmm. a whole lot of learning opportunities. And on top of that, and there I also cling in uh, with, you know, the notion and, and, and with the, you know, the, 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 the preaching, so to say, of Sir Ken Robinson, uh, when he said, you know, we, ha we deal with, with, with young or older experts in their fields. Because mm -hmm. all our students have their specific interests and talents. When mm -hmm. they develop them and they can teach those things to others, you know, yeah. then yeah. they feel mm -hmm. not only taken seriously, they see that they can contribute. Yeah. And they start yeah. finally seeing that everything they're doing makes makes sense mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. is purposeful. And, and that gives them an understanding about themselves, uh, mm -hmm. you know, about their own, uh, their own self-perception and self-image, um, which, mm -hmm. is, which is so powerful. And they realize it makes a difference. You were talking before about rules, how many more, more rules there are in school, right? Mm -hmm. But what if the students were not to think in terms of rules, but in terms of, you know, what is necessary for a group to function well and they can mm -hmm. come up with their own ideas, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does it function if I don't listen to the other person? Does it work if I just do my thing all the time without, you know, respecting the other, you know? And yeah. so they did, so this kind of, uh, emotional intelligence um, and, and, and personal development strategies are also so important. And this is mm -hmm. also probably something you mentioned before, if you do, a few school in, uh, schools do it, you know, embedded, may, well, not embedded, they offer it as, as uh, um, subjects, a side of what they are offering. But can you imagine if this is embedded in the system, if yeah. this is just part of the system all the time, then mm -hmm. students would not argue about the agreements. They would say, yeah, this is an agreement I came up with because it's clear for me, you know, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. if I'm engaging. You also mentioned, mentioned before that many students, they just chose, and it's about conscious choices, right? Chose to not, not to do uh, their assignments um, mm -hmm. that have been given them online. But then I, the question mark is, why have they chosen this, you know, to go in that direction? Mm. Have, they been, have they been, you know, catered for individually? Have they had this kind of um, engagement uh, f by the school? You know, is the school mm. ready to actually also ha see the students, even if it's not, uh, you know, physically, but mm. to uh, connect with the students like what we are doing now, right? Why yeah. Zoom? Mm. Is there mm. conscious listening taking place? Is, mm. you know, mm. is the student actually aware that he counts or she counts, you know? And yeah. all these questions. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's the challenge, certainly in the UK, and I'm sure in many education systems around the world, that, you know, number of students versus, you know, number of teaching 
staff or you know and and, and there just is not the time to have that one-on-one connection um often particularly in the bigger sort of state schools in the in the uk where there are so many children and and then there are children who have real challenges so unfortunately you know, the, the the attention goes to them hopefully um but it means that the you know others they slip through and and don't get the attention that perhaps they need just to engage them in in the daily activities and yeah um yeah yeah. maybe this is also a challenge and the education system may you know and the policy makers may want to consider it's Mm. really the attention towards the single one Mm. and uh, are the numbers right you know because it's uh, it's all con- interconnected also with standardization. If I standardize, of course, then I, in my mind, I start to do the same thing with all at the yeah. same time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and I don't consider that we all are different. We bring different personalities, we bring, bring different skills, we bring different, uh, you know, um, rhythms to to development you know mm-hmm. and and we tend to categorize again you know and i'm mm-hmm. not saying that you know uh, we don't uh, want to see the diversity but by embracing diversity we don't say you have a problem but we say you know and we have time so the policymakers should actually think in terms you know wouldn't it be well invested money to actually have more teachers and and, mm-hmm. and 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 smaller classes, you know, mm-hmm. so that there is the possibility really uh, to engage with all the students, and that yeah. we don't have mm-hmm. prefixed, you know, prefixed goals for everyone. You mm-hmm. know, the standard mm-hmm. is you have to have this uh, at the age of six, at the age of seven. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. if if the development is just a little bit in, uh, you know, personalized? That doesn't mean that by the age of eighteen, everyone gets to a certain point, you know, or yeah. at the age yeah. of 16. Mm. But if, if there is, you know, more flexibility there, mm. you know, mm. and I see the individual, and the individual actually sees him or herself um, seen, mm. you know, mm. by, by, yeah. by, by, by the other side and also appreciate it because it's also yeah. about appreciation. Mm. Because if, mm. and, and what you said before is also very important, you know, it's also about, people who are extremely fast, very, mm-hmm. you know, and very mm-hmm. talented, they mm-hmm. also need to be seen, you know, the focus yeah. needs to go uh, to, on, on each single individual. Mm-hmm. So yeah. policymakers yeah. out there, you know, and, 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 and politicians, uh, I really would uh, emphasize that, this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. what, what is, look at, you know, how Oxbridge is working, for instance, you know, if mm-hmm. you look at those mm-hmm. elite universities, of course, they have also lectures, you know, where uh, many people are in the same room at the same time. Mm-hmm. However, why does it work so well? I'm completely convinced that there are studies there. This is also this individualized, personalized mm-hmm. um, approach where they meet their mentors, you know, on a regular basis, they have their pastoral care, but also their academic mentor, you know, on a weekly yeah. basis. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah. valuable. And that's at, the, at, at an age where they are adult people. You can imagine how this works if, you know, we start doing that yeah. at an earlier yeah. stage. And I kind of, you know, as, as you describe that, I think, you know, what if you're having that engagement, well, that, yeah, that engagement with the student, the student is probably then going to be more engaged in, in what you're asking and encouraging them to do. And probably you'll find that they're 
you know, suddenly more students are, are meeting the, the standards or whatever the, the educational system is, is measuring itself by because they are engaged and because they're motivated, inspired to actually do, yeah, rather than, so it's a carrot and stick approach, isn't it? Exactly. At the moment, exactly. unfortunately, exactly. we have the stick, I think. Oh, no. yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And I think just talking a bit about international schools, because I know a lot of people listening to this, you know, are in the international environment. Um, you know, my, my, my impression, because my children have been to international schools, often they're, they're, they have a, you know, lower number of students per teacher so there is more time for that individual attention and that engagement and that certainly seems to happen but also by nature of the school because it's international and people are bringing so many different perspectives to the classroom there is this natural sort of looking out beyond the sort of the curriculum to the different you know realities of life and and, and bringing that into the curriculum as well so I think that there is that you know broadening of approach isn't there that was certainly the feeling I got in the school my kids went to although it was following the British curriculum but you know there was absolutely you're right mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. even if you follow a different curriculum whether the American or the or the British one right of course in the IB it's actually mm -hmm. embedded already in the system yeah. because the, the the aim there is really to uh you know to 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 uh look at at, at the situation locally, of course, but to open up towards, you know, regionally uh, mm. and also mm. uh, at the country level and then also globally. So that's this approach, right? I just yeah. see mm. and, 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 and the students start to understand, you know, whatever happens locally has also, you know, an effect an impact on, 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 on a wider level, you mm, know, just mm. this understanding exactly. And the international context, of course, brings that with it. However, yeah. I would say, you know, if we, um, and I'm not sitting in, uh, in, the United, uh, in, in, in the United Kingdom now, you know, mm. although I have a son who lives in London and studied at Cambridge University and, okay. and works uh, uh, in London now, uh, and I have a, you know, a strong, I also studied at Bath University, one of my degrees. So I have a oh. connection with the United mm. Kingdom for mm. sure. And, um, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in Switzerland and, uh, uh, and I'm Italian. But, you know, if I think in terms of um, the schools in the United Kingdom, I guess there are so many different nationalities in the schools mm. anyway, mm. because uh, due to old people, you know, coming uh, joining mm. uh, and living in the United Kingdom mm. from, different, from different countries. And if, you know, that's also embraced as a possible mm. as, as a learning opportunity you know I remember mm. once in my in, in a former school I was working as a principal we had uh, um, suddenly from one from one year to the next year we had a huge uh, um, number quite a huge number of students coming from uh, from Oman to our school okay. you know it was a very huge community considering to all the other nationalities the national all the other nationalities were about 40 nationalities but this huge group of Oman students bring, mm -hmm. uh, br brought a different touch to the school, of course, mm -hmm. but we mm -hmm. embraced it immediately. We organized an, a, an expo, you know, an expo, um, um, a, 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 yeah, an event where people could actually uh, just 
get to know you know this culture mm. really well mm. and for and 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 so just to you know instead of looking at at, at this situation uh, out of the perspective of fear what may happen now you know with so mm. many people just coming from one country we just actually did it from the other angle we created so to say connection with this by yeah. looking at the, the differences of course and but by appreciating also the difference mm. and by making also clear that we all appreciate one another right yeah yeah and yeah. i think that's also very important so that we we are living in 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 a society that is um you know based on 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 multi um kind of um multi um country uh composed um uh, student body and if you mm. if you if you really integrate that uh, into our, you know, approach to learning, then, you know, you can imagine what, you know, how yeah. history looks like. Then, you know, yeah. they, they yeah. bring their own stories, but also their own history understanding on the table, mm. you mm. know, mm -hmm. and everything just changes. And that's again. such an important skill for life, isn't it? That ability to, to, appreciate and understand the perspectives of other cultures whether it's a national culture or organizational culture or just the local community versus another local community you know being able to see their different perspectives to be flexible in your approach and tolerant and open and all of those things which add up to you know measures of cultural agility and intelligence that are used in organizations but you know to to encourage your children to have that and to learn yes. with that kind of um perspective well, have that perspective but that that um range of skills and apply that to their everyday um life and analysis of what's going on around them is, is such a valuable skill for, for for life and for working life and you know beyond and, and living internationally yeah. Yes, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. On top of that, I would just like to mention some uh, one one key aspect. I I believe because it's not. I think what uh, multicultural sensitivity means is is not giving up your own, you know, your own mm. personal mm. understanding about mm. yourself, about your culture. It's not about uh, throwing that away and 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 diminishing that. It's mm. actually. Um, which it's actually um, honoring that, honoring yeah. that, but by still being able to see the value of all the others, you know, and and by also uh, giving uh, other people the understanding, you know, I want to respect, be respected for what I am, and I mm -hmm. respect you for what yeah. you are, yeah. so that there is yeah. uh, this kind of really mutual and re uh, reciprocal respect uh, mm. and uh, and mm -hmm. then integration takes place because then i don't see i don't compare i just see differences right yeah. it's not about yeah. comparing in the sense mm. of this is better or worse it's mm. more about uh, being uh, get yeah getting out of judging situations mm -hmm. being non-judgmental mm -hmm. and viewing mm. viewing but still appreciating that's very important that there is yeah. this appreciation for the self and for the other. Yeah. And I think that is such an important, you know, just thinking about the UK and that to, to develop that level of, sort of understanding and acceptance and appreciation from where you're coming from and your culture, but accepting 
and and recognizing and and valuing others is is important as well as your own and i think to, for a child to leave school with that depth of understanding about you know their cultural origins and their beliefs and values and how they you know um how they sit versus others um is, is such a, a a valuable thing and yet i suspect that doesn't happen very often <laughs> really um yeah certainly from my observations of you know what goes on in in sorry i'm talking a lot about the uk here but i don't really mean to talk about the uk because i think it's the world over um in many you know, but it's interesting you know i think it's always interesting to talk about a specific uh, you know uh, mm. example uh, and mm. you know that's mm. also you know, then then transferable to other countries not yeah. to all the countries of course and not to all yeah. the systems we have to be mm. very you know conscious about you mm. know how we transfer you know um, um, knowledge about one country to another because everything every country mm. uh, again runs uh, runs and and and, and and functions completely differently but still you know certain patterns can be seen and those patterns can help understand mm. something else yeah 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 no i think that's a really important point um right i think we probably ought to bring the conversation to an end although i probably could continue talking about education forever but um do you want to just i mean you've alluded to your your school um, but let's just talk a little bit more about School Beyond Limitations, which is the school that you started two years ago. Um, and it's a predominantly online educational experience. So I'm just really, I, I think I understand. I was going to ask you, what was your inspiration for the project? I think <laughs> that's clear now. I think we, we, we have a clear, we have a view of it. Although perhaps there's something else you want to share about that. But then just tell us a little bit about what it provides that's perhaps different from the more traditional offerings, you know, I guess of, you know, schools in national schools, but also international schools in the, you know, going to school every day approach. <laughs> yeah. Well, School Beyond Limitations is actually really uh, embracing uh, what, what I mentioned before. So this personalized approach to learning, the understanding that learning takes uh, place everywhere and at any time, uh, that there is also this um, personal development uh, aspect in, embedded in, in the system, that we also um, make sure that students actually understand that whatever they bring to the table can have, you know, a real impact uh, in in, in society so that if they have an idea for instance then we help them bring this idea into fruition so mm -hmm. there's also this entrepreneurial uh, aspect um, um, integrated in school beyond limitations uh, it's about freedom and uh, the reason um, why we have created school beyond limitations actually is also related to all these aspects but also to the aspect that you know even if we have international schools out there for people who are you know moving from one place to the next place of course they can stay either in the british system or in the ib system or in the american system but still they always have to change school right so mm -hmm. they always mm -hmm. have to change setting they have to change friends they have to change they have to start from uh, scratch again yeah mm -hmm. and that's why mm -hmm. we we thought it's time now especially in our uh, you know in these times where people tend to travel even more you know mm -hmm. we have lots of entrepreneurs who are traveling then we have sports people we have you know also divorced families you know where mm -hmm. where students so to say um need to make the choice 
to stay, you know, for the school with one parent and can see mm-hmm. the other parent only, you know, during the weekend or only occasionally when there is, uh, you know, a school holiday. So we mm-hmm. said, what if we created a school that embraces everything what we said before, but the school that comes along with the student until the student is ready to either go to university or to mm-hmm. either, you know, uh, start a job so that we really coach the stu- students through uh, yeah. until they are ready uh, mm-hmm. to, 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 yeah, to, to be independent in, mm-hmm. in the sense. Mm-hmm. So it's a self-directed learning modality as, as well. It's very, you know, focused on, on the students' um, interests. Students become experts. Students are not categorized according to their age levels. It's, it's, uh, they, they, there are never more than eight students in one class. Each student gets coached on, a, on an individual basis every week by their coach, by their mentor, teacher mentor. They have different teachers that, you know, give them the opportunity to actually see uh, their, their topics from different perspectives. We have the mm-hmm. science-oriented teachers, then we have the more humanities and literature-oriented uh, teachers so that they really see their topics from different angles and mm-hmm. they develop uh, you know, an understanding of themselves being an expert. So they mm-hmm. learn lots of soft skills, they learn lots of... Uh, and on top of that, yeah, you're right, it's online, but it's not you know, this traditional online learning where they have a lecture. It's, it's a, a collaborative learning um, Mm-hmm. modality where the students come together where they respect one another where uh, as I said before they are integrated in not rule making but agreement making you know so that mm-hmm. they see we do that for for a specific reason because yeah. if I turn my camera on off for instance then the others can't see me but there is a reason they understand that and mm-hmm. and they are seen individually exactly so um, if somebody, let's say, were um, not uh, were not ready yet to talk openly in front of everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So we coach them through. They may just do it on 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 our peer um, in a peer situation, and mm. gradually they are they are they are taken, you know, towards. Yeah. The final outcome, and mm-hmm. of course, if uh, students want, you know, want to pursue uh, f- um, tertiary studies, you know, tertiary education studies, we prepare them. So we mm-hmm. prepare them for for the A levels. We prepare them for IGCSEs, and uh, and but it's embedded. Mm-hmm. It's embedded in in this kind of uh, approach to learning. So students start to see the reason. So it's their mm-hmm. uh, their personal wish and desire mm-hmm. to do that because they let's say one of our students wants that she's about to to go and 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 do creative writing at oxford university so mm-hmm. uh, and she knew she needed to do this and that and she did mm-hmm. it because she had a meaning behind it right yeah and yeah. this mm-hmm. student for instance she could have left school now because she's so to say ready Mm-hmm. But 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 she decided to stay a year longer because she said, "Now I'm I, I I still want to stay with you guys because it's interesting, you know. I just mm-hmm. I just gained so much out of it, and that's again this 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 interconnection between life and school, right? Yeah. yeah. So you you learn public speaking, you learn presentation skills, you learn name them all. Yeah. 
so and, that's and, all your limitations. And so describe how a day works then. So the students are online all day or? No, the, the students the are online three hours per day where right. they all connect with one another. Then they are also connected via chat with one another so that they continue with their learning in the afternoon. So mm -hmm. there is, uh, we don't call homework homework. So it's not a homework, it's further learning, right? Mm -hmm. Or action mm -hmm. steps. It's actually students then uh, making a decision, their conscious choice, what exactly are they going to do in the afternoon, mm -hmm. right? And then they bring it back to 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 the sharing moment uh, the next day. So and then it, you know, it de develops further. But it's this understanding that we connect with one another, not only those three hours, and uh, and 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 that they can, you know, they 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 meet in Zoom rooms in the afternoon. But that's that's then self-directed and also coached by the by the teacher mentors of course as well mm -hmm. so we mm -hmm. have for instance a student who who uh, plays the piano right so we help mm -hmm. also uh, this person to organize that in the afternoon or help her plan that in the afternoon so it's mm -hmm. it's 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 really this uh, personalized approach with everything mm -hmm. yeah so what if somebody is, so one of my daughters, for example, is one of her favourite ways of passing the day is to be sport, doing sports. So what about, do you, do you integrate that or do students find their opportunities outside school for that? We do it both, of course, right. both, right? Mm -hmm. We also do it, we integrate it. We have always sessions also on physical education, right, mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. That's part of also the philosophy because we are made of body, uh, mm -hmm. soul and mm -hmm. mind so that the students really understand and 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 embrace that right and and just embed it in their being and yeah. of course uh, whatever they do outside of school hours that's that's that becomes important because then they bring it into school as well they will report back what they've done and and you know it will be extended you know if right. they go, i don't know if they play soccer for instance then they may, may do a project on on, on soccer and okay. you know okay. developed mm -hmm. and and so forth yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so everything is kind of the daily experience is integrated into the the school lessons and exactly. children bring all of that back and and, and it's oh. structured right and it is structured as well so there is mm. a, a framework around it so the students really feel guided through the process mm, so mm -hmm, and the more mm -hmm. independent they become the more of course for instance one of our students just got in touch with me and she said i would like to do this on a social media platform uh could i do that and then of course we uh, you know yeah. we make that happen and that's the entrepreneurial aspect so we also mm. connect our students with entrepreneurs once they are ready so that they learn also this kind of um yeah uh how 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 do i operate out of of the uh, of of this energy you know when i mm. want to put something into bring something into life yeah. What, do, yeah what is needed what can i do and they get you know really taken by their hands uh, step mm -hmm. by step mm -hmm. and and we always take the pressure away right we just uh, um yeah we 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 work a lot with 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 keeping the energy high right mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. they understand yeah well it's it's amazing and and we make wow. that happen mm. when i when i you know it sounds like an amazing concept i i from a practical perspective i'm intrigued about how you keep everything 
all the all the different plates turning and integrate but i think that's the subject for a, a different day probably um but i can imagine, i can see how your sort of whole learning <laughs> you know your, your qualifications and your experience must be poured into you know creating that because it must take a huge amount of time to ensure that all of those bits are pulled in particularly if you're um integrating exam curriculum as well as yeah and making sure that that's all covered um yeah 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 well this is i mean it's it's doable because we are we have small classes right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh that's why um that's certainly something to be considered you know so mm -hmm. by uh, with small classes one can work so differently yeah and true. we shouldn't under estimate the, the aspect of uh, students become the designers of their learning once they want mm. to to do to go for a goal right yeah. and it's it's mm. really about coaching so coaching skills as well once one mm. person mm. understands you know this is what i want to achieve you know of course um you you fine-tune yeah? yeah and of course mm. you have to have our our teachers are all extremely experienced teachers right mm -hmm. extremely mm -hmm. experienced i think uh, it wouldn't uh, uh, necessarily work that well with 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 teachers who have um, no previous experience because mm -hmm. it's it's demanding it's demanding yeah. but it's fascinating yeah. at the same time but at the mm -hmm. same time i just had now um, the experience of a new teacher mentor who joined us who used to be a um, head of school for many 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 years as well um, and who told me because I, I, I was wondering does he really enjoy it right I mean this is a shift again you mm, know mm, uh, mm. and what he said it's it's just so liberating it's so it's really you know this is what I was dreaming of I can mm -hmm. I, I can put it into practice here because here you know, we we do what we are saying. It's mm -hmm. not something written on 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 the website or you know on a piece of paper. This is really actually taking place. You know. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Well, it, I mean, it sounds absolutely intriguing, and I, I think just listening to you speak, it sparks so many thoughts in my mind about things that I would love to do and and I'm going to take on with my kids and um you know this self-directed learning you know I'm beginning to see it happen they're 17 and 14 now exactly you see you have two mm. children they are both mm. so different right yeah and yeah. the same happens in in school of course as well they're all different that's why we also use lots of you know strategies that allow us to actually understand the personality of the students mm. Mm -hmm. on top of what whatever we collate as as as, as data about them but we really look into their personalities very, very uh, deeply so that we understand, you know, this person needs uh, more structure. This person needs more um, freedom. This person needs to be invited to do certain things because mm -hmm. if this person is not invited, wouldn't do it because of, of, of uh, her or his, you know, personality trait, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. This person has to, you know, has to have a clear clear plan and you have to elaborate with 
with this person mm. a clear plan because otherwise, you know, it will not yeah. work. This person yeah. needs to go to bed at a certain, this person needs to eat. <laughs> it, it goes really in such, in, in, in this, in, you know, also with regarding to their eating habits because sometimes, you know, of course we think a certain, you know, every, everyone has to eat everything and we should open, be open for everything. But there are types who just love to eat certain, you know, certain things for a certain period and then they get, you know, you know, and of course we can somehow, yeah, but the, the diet uh, plays mm. also a role, you know. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 fantastic. Well, how can people learn more about um, School Beyond Limitations? Obviously, you have the website, um, but if people want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? Well, they can certainly either just uh, put a question, you know, write a question into our uh, frequently asked questions. There's also the possibility of just asking a further question and then they are directed to us. Okay. Or, or they can just, you know, um, uh, write us an email via hello um, at school minus beyond minus limitations.com that's also possible we are also on the you know on the social media uh, channels Uh, one can find us on facebook we have you know our school beyond limitations fan page on facebook we have also a a a a group that's called free kids and uh, free families basically uh, due to the fact what i was saying before you know that uh, you know we we want people to be free not mm-hmm. to be tied to school calendars and and geographical you know borders uh, they, mm-hmm. they should take their school with with them at any time and wherever they are and and then of course we are on linkedin we are you know on instagram and but we are always open if there are really specific questions that are not answered on the website we also have a YouTube channel, for instance, so also okay. under School Beyond Limitations. And we are happy to answer any question that may arise. Okay, well, thank you for all of that. So I will put links on the blog post associated with this podcast at thrivingabroad.com. So go and look for that um, if you want to find more information out and all the links will be there. So thank you so much for your time. I have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation, Martina, and learnt learnt a huge amount as well. (laughs) And actually, I think I have a whole load of questions, more questions formulating in my mind about education, but it's really got me thinking. So thank you very much. Thank you, Louise, for such a wonderful interview and conversation. It's been, um, I felt really, you know, completely welcome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Bye-bye for now. Bye. And thank you so much for listening. Remember to access links and the full transcript from the conversation. Go to thrivingabroad.com and look for episode 66. There you'll find the blog post associated with this episode and the transcript ready for you to download. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the regular podcast newsletter so that I can keep you up to date with all the latest podcast news. Thank you once again to Martina for sharing such amazing insights and expertise. I'll be back soon with the next episode in the Thriving Broad Podcast series. Meanwhile, take care and stay well wherever you are in the world. Bye-bye for now.